Welcome to Beautiful Baggage, confidence, wellness, and wisdom through travel and everyday adventure. I'm Stephanie Martin-Taylor, your guide to this podcast journey. Thanks for joining me. Hi, everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic December. Since we're in the prime gift-giving season, I want to talk about my favorite kind of gift to give and to receive. And also, I want to help you brainstorm a bit. It probably won't come as a surprise since I'm all about adventure and travel and the belief that travel and adventure can grow us in so many ways. The kind of gift I'm talking about is the gift of experience. There's research that shows that buying things and receiving things often makes us happy in the moment, but you know that only lasts for a while because we adapt to those things. But the research shows that investing in experiences can be a lot more powerful and lasting because our experiences shape us as human beings. Even if they're fleeting, experiences create long-standing memories and they fuel our creativity, they educate us, they give us new reference points to draw on, They plant seeds of great ideas in our brains. They teach us about ourselves, our likes, our dislikes. Experiences can subtly or profoundly shape the course of our lives. So if you're looking for ideas for experience gifts to give to someone or to give to yourself, Google can be a great tool. Just type in experience gifts. You can find websites that offer food tasting tours, helicopter rides, zip lining packages, vacations to exotic destinations. Those can be quite pricey, and in my view, they're worth it. But there are countless other experiences that you can give that don't cost a lot, some are even free, and they can be just as wonderful, if not more so. To make the giving of the gift more exciting to the receiver, you can wrap the ticket or a written IOU for the experience in a pretty box. If you want the gift to be a surprise, I read a tip online that said it's a good idea to give the receiver a few options for dates to cash in on the experience and make sure they don't feel pressured in any way. My one caveat about experience gifts is that, with adults especially, you do have to know the gift recipient pretty well. So use your judgment and then be creative and hopefully the gift recipient will be excited, not just on the day they receive the gift, but also they'll have that gift of anticipation, the time of looking forward to cashing in on the experience, the gift of the here and now when they're actually having the experience, and then there are all the benefits, of course, of having an experience to look back on and reminisce about. To help you brainstorm even more, I'm gonna quickly throw out five broad categories for types of experiences that I've enjoyed giving, receiving, or giving to myself. Very quickly, here are those categories. Number one, the gift of seeing wildlife in the wild. That is a magical experience that no matter where you live is most likely accessible to you. You might have to dig around online a bit, but I can almost guarantee that somewhere within driving distance of where you live, there's a state park, a wildlife sanctuary, or some other place where you can view things like birds, fish or other marine life, deer, butterflies, reptiles. Here in San Francisco, I'll often take visitors down to a pier where giant sea lions hang out. They just sunbathe on the dock and they bark and (laughs) 
and just lays around. And people of all ages love it, and it's free. Category number two for experience gifts, a factory tour or a visit to anywhere where you can go and watch something being made. One place I've never been in the San Francisco Bay Area, but I'd like to go, is the Jelly Belly Jelly Bean Factory in the city of Fremont. I hear it's a lot of fun for all ages, and like any good food factory tour, I'm pretty positive you can get free samples at the end of it. I'll be going to Louisville, Kentucky for a work trip early next year, and I'm hoping to work in a visit to the Louisville Slugger Museum and Baseball Bat Factory. Also, I'm not sure yet where, whether I'll get to visit a Kentucky bourbon distillery, but I might. I've seen whiskey distilled at the Bushmills Distillery in Northern Ireland, so it might be interesting to see something similar in the United States and have a point of comparison there. We'll see if I have time. Category number three, seeing a famous person perform or speak. When my husband and I got married, we had our first dance to a song by Rod Stewart. And when we found out he was performing in Las Vegas shortly after, we made a special trip to see him. In the months leading up to the trip, we didn't talk about going to Vegas. We talked about how we were going to see Rod. And we'll always be glad we did. He was in his 70s. He's still in his 70s. And he performs with the same amount of energy and passion he always has, which was so inspiring to see. He also has amazing athletic skills, which he shows off on stage. He was a soccer player when he was growing up in England or football, as they call it. And there was a part of the show where he punted soccer balls into the audience. It was really fun and memorable. If you live near a college or a university, I recommend keeping an eye on their public lecture calendars. See if they have a performing arts series. When I worked for a public radio station in North Carolina, it was based at Wake Forest University. And so many famous people came through. I saw U.S. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts preside over the law school's moot court. I saw Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg come to speak. Playwright Tony Kushner, who wrote Angels in America, came by. Candace Bushnell, author of Sex and the City. It was a large variety of, of famous people coming through, and many of the events were open to the public, and many of them were free. Category number four is great for kids. A ride on some type of vehicle or animal. Near my parents' house in Texas, you can go on a hayride through a very colorful and elaborate display of Christmas lights. You can also opt for a carriage ride. It's a lot of fun. When I was very young, probably six or seven, my mom took me and my friends on an Amtrak train from Dallas to Fort Worth and back, which is a very short ride, but we were so little and we'd never been on a real train before. And it was really fun. I remember this experience to this day. Something like that is a great gift for a child. Horseback riding is available in places all over the world. Someday I'll tell you about my family's experience riding camels in Egypt, which didn't go so well for a variety of reasons. But we learned some things and have some memories. And we have stories for another day, though. <laughs> the last category, number five, is the gift of a hands-on experience. In Australia, when I visited, I got a boomerang throwing lesson. Another experience that didn't go quite so well, but nobody got hurt. <laughs> Something I'd love to do here in San Francisco or anywhere around the world is to take a cooking class. I've never really done that. I took a dumpling making class once on the Yangtze River, on a boat on the Yangtze River in China, but that's the closest thing I think to ever taking a cooking class. But that's a great gift. 
There are places all over the world where you can learn to make your own pottery, make your own jewelry, drive a race car, learn how to use a sewing machine. In San Francisco's Japantown neighborhood, there are classes where you can learn the art of flower arrangement or learn to make origami. And they're just like day-long workshops, a couple of hours. Okay, so those are the five categories to get you brainstorming for experience gifts. Again, number one, seeing wildlife. Two, going on factory tours or seeing um, some other kind of place where things are being made. Number three, seeing a famous person performing or speaking. Number four, a ride on some type of vehicle or animal, maybe not a camel, <laughs> but some, some sort of fun, fun ride. And number five, a hands-on experience or a lesson that really immerses you into something new. I'd love to hear your ideas for great experience gifts. Drop me a line in the comments section of my website yourbeautifulbaggage.com or you can send me an email at stephanie at yourbeautifulbaggage.com and if you're enjoying this podcast hey here's a great idea for a gift to me and to other people out there like you please go over to apple podcasts or any other podcast platform you like to use and give this podcast a five-star review and tell folks what you enjoy about it that will help other people find my podcast and expand our community of beautiful baggage collectors. Thank you as always for listening and I will see you next time. Take care.